What is up, Line Cook Nation? This is Ray DeLucci with the Line Cook Thoughts Podcast. Hope you are doing well and staying safe. Welcome back to another episode of the show. I am super excited to get into this one. A new format that I want to start doing going into the end of 2022 and beginning 2023. And that is this 10- recommendation podcast these list podcasts that i want to do i have so many different things that i want to talk about that i think are useful for people in food i I, there's so many like things i like to share whenever i read a book listen to a podcast or you know come across a resource and i've been kind of if you know me you know that i'm an avid reader and i've been really wanting to get out there some book recommendations so this is going to be a quick 10 to 15 minute episode on some book recommendations that i have found immensely useful for my time in the food industry that have nothing to do with food at all. I love this idea. I think it's so cool to have because it's where I pull inspiration from a lot of times when I'm doing the podcast, writing, looking for you know career moves and stuff like that. So I really hope you find value in it. I'd love to get your feedback on this new style of podcast. Before we begin, I just want to remind you all that every Monday I put out a newsletter called Prep List Items. You can go to linecookthoughts.com and subscribe to sign up. And you can go there and every Monday I send you a little just three to four bullet point newsletter on items I've found, quotes I've heard, uh, articles I've read, and so much more. I really enjoy doing the newsletter. It has a great open rate. A lot of people seem to enjoy it as well. It's fairly new, and I really love doing it. So go to linecookthoughts.com to subscribe, and I really hope you check it out. Also, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, please leave a review, and that would be, really help me out as well. I'm not asking for five stars. If you want to give me five stars, go ahead, but more so an honest review, how I can improve what you've enjoyed and what you want to see out of the show. Another thing I'll go into briefly is my Spotify wrap results. They actually dropped today. And so I just wanted to give a quick shout out to all the listeners on Spotify. I'll do that in a moment. But thank you all for listening. And here we go. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market what is up everyone all right before we get into the list recommendation i want to go over these spotify wrapped results really quick because i am just blown away spotify isn't even my biggest platform for the podcast and there's some really awesome data that i got and i just want to say a big thank you first off wherever you listen apple spotify there's so many different platforms that this podcast goes to so first off thank you for listening i truly truly appreciate it and in the theme of spotify wrapped dropping today i wanted to kind of give a quick uh breakdown of kind of everything we're seeing if you didn't see my posts on instagram uh so here we go so for this podcast on spotify our audience is in the top five percent of most followed podcasts on the platform uh, 1,018 minutes of new content was created last year, and that's more than 95% of other creators in the arts category. Uh, this podcast was heard in 43 different countries in the last year, and the top five are United States, Canada, Australia, Philippines, and the United Kingdom. And then after that, the podcast was in the top 10% of most shared globally. So thank you all so much. 
And finally, the podcast personality is the enthusiast. Your listeners are super fans. When their favorite podcast releases a new episode, they're among the first to know, going above and beyond to show their support. So thank you all so much if you listen on Spotify. Thank you all in general, wherever you listen. And it's really great to see that the podcast was just growing this year. So many new ideas, so many new things happen. Uh, this it was definitely a slower year for me in terms of content creation. Just a lot going on, a lot of moving parts uh, in my personal life. But I'm really just blessed and honored to have you all listening. Thank you all so much. And here we go with the episode. All right, my list. Here we go. So these are 10 books. It's not like a rankings list, but these are just 10 books that I've read over the past few years uh, as I've been going throughout my career that I've really found value in, uh, really enjoyed, and just have really been inspired by. Uh, Like I said, they're just some that I go back to, I keep going back to again and again. I've really enjoyed them. And I think they, you know, while they don't touch on food, they're not about food. I think what they represent can lead to success in food in regards to what they kind of share, what they kind of teach and the stories kind of shared in, in all of them. So I hope you all enjoy it. If you do end up picking up one of these books or if you've read any of these books and you want to leave uh, some commentary on what you think of them, please let me know. But the first one up is The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. This book I really love because it's a book that is it's super short, first off. So if you're not a big fan of reading, this is your book because it's really short. It's I You could finish it in a day. You could finish it in a few hours, honestly, if you really tried. Uh, it is a very short book. And basically, basically what Stephen Pressfield writes about in this book is the idea of fighting resistance or the resistance to do what we're called to do. Uh, in order to be successful. Basically, he frames up our resistance to do our work as like the enemy, right? So if you've ever like wanted to do something, it's like, yeah, I'm gonna, like, for example, if I want to do a podcast, all right, I'll just do it tomorrow. I'll just do it the next day. And I put it off and I resist doing it. And that resistance is, is our innate enemy. It's ourselves being our own worst enemy in terms of creation, putting our work out there and taking chances on ourselves. And so this book really, really sums up why it's so important that we fight that and we actually do put the work in. We do do the work and we do kind of go out and do what we're passionate about. So highly recommend The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield, especially if, you, if you're in a funk. I read this earlier this year when I was in a funk and it got me up out of my seat and getting back. It got me back into podcasting, writing and whatnot. So The War of Art, highly recommend Stephen Pressfield. Next up, number two, is Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. You might know David Goggins. He's definitely a personality on Instagram um, and elsewhere. Basically, uh, just a really great story. First off, he's from Buffalo, New York, where I'm from. So shout out uh, Buffalo, New York. But uh, David Goggins is someone who I find super inspiring. He's just someone with this really uh, diehard mentality. He's an American ultra marathon runner, ultra distance cyclist, triathlete, uh, and he was he is a retired United States Navy SEAL and former United States Air Force Tactical Air Control Party member. Uh, his this memoir um, was put out in 2019 called "Can't Hurt Me," and it's all about just like the perseverance you need to have within life. I mean, someone who, like himself dealt a very uh, I would say shitty hand in life in the beginning, and kind of what really stuck out with, to me was his journey of self-motivation and self-discipline throughout the book the theme of him creating self-discipline for himself is an overarching theme that has made him what he is today has made him so successful has made him so powerful and so inspiring to so many and i just find this book really really touching and very um just open and raw about someone who had so much self-doubt so much uh, lack of inspiration so much like 
you know, just unused potential and actually like harnessing that and going and getting what they wanted. So really recommend this book. Another one of those books that gets you out of a funk. Next up, number three is Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. So we're going to a little bit of the Stoic philosophy mindset of what I really enjoy because Stoic philosophy is something that I've picked up over the last few years. I have a tattoo of Memento Mori on my arm, which means remember uh, you will die or remember death. And this book, Meditations, is a series of personal writings by Marcus Aurelius, who was the Roman emperor from AD 161 to 180. And it's basically his ideas on Stoic philosophy. A lot of great quotes, a lot of great um, insights in here, but it's uh, basically a journal from him at the time of all this different stuff going on in the Roman Empire. And all of these, all this philosophy, all this wisdom that he used to live his life by, it's just so powerful. There's one quote, I'm going to butcher quoting it, uh, but basically how I kind of read it is he goes about like he's in bed and he's trying to get out of bed. And basically he's like, (laughs) he's basically you can stay in bed or you can do the work of a human and get up and like go about your day and go interact with people and do your job just as if you know a bee doesn't stay in in the hive and just sleep all day it goes out and collects honey for the hive and uh, birds don't just stay in their nest all day they go out and they hunt for food and everything else that happens in the world goes out and does its job so why are why are you any different so really great meditations (laughs) no pun intended by Marcus Aurelius in this book and I really really recommend it Right, number four is a special one. It's Tribe of Mentors by Tim Ferriss. He's one of my favorite podcasters, but he's also one of my favorite authors. Tribe of Mentors I read back in the summer of 2019 when I was running a restaurant and I had moved recently to Houston, Texas. I didn't know anyone and I was working a ton, so I really didn't have much of a social life. And what this book is, is it's the same, uh, like 20 questions, I believe. Not all 20 are answered by each person, but he has sent a list to 20 or to a, a bunch of more than 100 uh, successful people in the respective industries. There's a lot of chefs in there that you would recognize, business moguls, uh, etc. There's so many different people in there. And he sent a list of questions and they had the opportunity to respond. And a lot of them just respond to these questions. So it's like every three to four pages, it's a new person responding to these qu- questions that Tim sends about life advice, uh, routines, all these different things. And for me, I was by myself for a lot for most of this the summer of 2019. I really didn't get to see anyone because of how much I was working. So getting to go home and spend 30 minutes reading this book truly felt like someone was there for me that I was still learning and having conversations with people, as weird as it sounds. I didn't really recognize it then, but looking back, this book was super important for me because it kept me focused on what I was doing. But it also gave me the, I guess, like time to be uh, relieved of the stress of restaurants and cooking. And I really um, found a lot of value in it. So highly suggest it. Tribe of Mentors, Tim Ferriss. Number five is Man's Search for Meeting by Viktor Frankl. This is a very popular book. Uh, Viktor Frankl is someone who uh, survived during the Holocaust. And basically, this entire book is about uh, basically why we need to find meaning in our lives, why we need to put ourselves to a purpose. And he kind of shares it through the lens of some of the most horrific and downright uh, disgusting acts of human um, violence and torture and just unspeakable things that have happened or that did happen during the Holocaust. And he wrote a book and continued his work and um, basically put out this book that has stood the test of time. Uh, So many people have recommended it to me. Listeners of the podcast recommended it to me. Actually, that's how I heard of it. Um, And I really so much it's just so much value in it so i really really suggest uh checking it out it's 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 time tested it's been around for a while it's always in everyone's like top 10 books of all time and um it's truly something that i really recommend if you you know want to kind of dig into more um 
basically the meaning of life and kind of what that's all about. Uh, but next up on my list is number six, and the book is called Dare. And this is a very special book for me. So basically, it's called Dare the New Way to End Anxiety and Stop Panic Attacks. Uh, I found this book online and I was like looking for books on anxiety. My anxiety was super bad at the end of 2021, beginning of 2022. So this was actually really recent. And I read this book called Dare. And I think a lot of people obviously in the restaurant industry deal with anxiety and deal with um, panic attacks and everything else uh, that we go through in the restaurant industry and the food industry. And it's really something that uh I find a lot of value talking in and I've spent so many episodes on the podcast talking about anxiety and talking about managing my own um, battles with it. You know, for me personally, it's just like the stress of the unknown uh, in the moment. Sometimes a lot of physical uh, things can throw me off. So just, you know, I've always had a high level of anxiousness. And so dare is a book that really, really helped me uh, get kind of a better perspective on Panic attacks. Uh, really, it's, it really focuses on anxiety, but it focuses on panic attacks. And reading this book, I've never felt more relieved reading a book because what Dare does. So Dare stands for a system. And I don't want to like spoil that system because I want it, it's better when you read it. I think it's a better effect. So I definitely recommend it. But also in the book, he, the author um, Bart McDonough, literally goes through like almost every possible scenario in which you would have anxiety if you have anxiety driving public speaking all these different things it's crazy how like like i would read certain things and i'd be like wow is he like did he like go in my head and write this book for me it's really insane how detailed and how much how effective there it is and how much attention was put uh into anxiety and panic attacks and put into a book and obviously this isn't like light reading obviously it's not something that like you're just going to pick up and you know, have it, it, I enjoyed reading it, but it wasn't for like to have fun. It was to better myself and better manage anxiety that I deal with. So if you're someone who's anxious, if you're someone who suffers from panic attacks, especially in the food industry, highly recommend Dare. It's worth the read. It's short, it's quick, it's concise, and there's a lot of great actionable steps in there. The next one, number seven, is The Psychology of Money by Morgan Housel. This is a book that I loved. I actually read it this year as well, and it is so interesting so well written also kind of short kind of getting a theme here i love reading but i also love reading uh, short books as well uh but basically the psychology of money is it's I, I would just recommend it for anyone in life but especially people in the food world i feel like there's such a lack of financial literacy taught within the food industry and obviously because we're cooking a lot of people are cooking they're not focused on the financials of course as you're a manager and you run restaurants and you manage P&Ls and all that of course there is that but for most of the time there isn't and i really think that a book like this that's very concise that is beautifully written like his writing i find so easy to read and i'm jealous of how he writes I think it's so perfectly written and this is like one of the best books I've ever read hands down like just from writing wise but money like the best book I've ever read about money so I highly recommend The Psychology of Money by Morgan Housel it definitely changes your perspective on money and not in like a mind-blowing way but it makes it simpler and it makes it easier to understand what you need to do to be financially stable or at least to get there um, within the future. Next up is number eight Atomic Habits by James Clear. This is a very popular book. You might have seen it. It's a very recognizable cover. And it's basically, you know, the tagline is tiny changes, remarkable results. It is all about your daily habits, your daily routines, 
and why it's important to build those up, why it's important to consistently do the same thing over and over and over again to get results and to get success. Um, he lays out the kind of the science behind it. He also then lays out practical advice to do it. But building habits, you know, for myself, I'm someone who needs a routine. I am so like my <laughs> my attention span is so short. I get distracted by so many different things. I need habits. I need routines. Uh, I hate transitionary periods because I, I feel unsettled. So Atomic Habits, really a great book if you're someone like me, helps you build those habits up and really, really powerful. Number nine, Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. You may have heard me talk about this book before on the podcast. It's definitely one of my favorites, definitely one of the best books I've ever read, and one of the most important and impactful books I've ever read. A mentor of mine, Matt Ivins, gave this to me in my college years, and it introduced me to Stoic philosophy, and it also kind of shed the um, the narcissistic ego that I think a lot of us have uh, in the food industry. Uh, for me... I was going into the food world. It was all about me being successful, everything about that. And you quickly learn in the food world that it's about the team, the people around you, the ones you support. You know, in my opinion, the mark of a great chef isn't like the stars or accolades they get, but the chefs that leave out of their kitchen door to go on to become leaders and the quality of them. And so this is a great book. It, It basically is just attacking your ego and basically telling you that you're not as important as you think you are. You are important in like in important ways, but you got that how impactful ego can be and how damaging it can be is so important. And I struggle with it to this day. I mean, I'm not perfect by any means. I'm not someone who's perfect at all, but at least knowing that I have to work on tempering my ego and making sure that I'm not uh, like too dialed into myself and not too full of myself, definitely worthwhile. So ego is the enemy by Ryan holiday. One of the most important books I personally have ever read. And number 10, the final book, Grit by Angela Duckworth. I recommend this to every single person. So many people have come back to me and said they really enjoyed this book. It is an amazing book. So Grit is basically uh, a book all about like working hard to get what you want. Now, obviously, that correlates a ton for people in the restaurant industry. But just having the determination and the grit to keep going after your goals and why it's important. She also kind of shares like how to more align your grit so obviously that you're doing well but she kind of breaks down that it's not like innate talent isn't what makes people successful it's showing up day after day week after week month after month and year after year to get what you want to get your goals and to go after your goals and achieve what you want in life so grit is super important it's a great book it really really breaks down with just so much different backgrounds um of information why it's important to keep showing up, and I highly recommend it. So that is my recommendation list, 10 books that I recommend that is not about food, that are not about food, that I think people in the food industry should be reading. Thanks for listening to this episode. I really am excited for this new uh, little uh, pieces of content I'll be putting out on the audio um, podcast over the next few weeks and months. I have a bunch of different lists that I'm going to be running through. Favorite cookbooks, favorite chef movies, uh, favorite pieces of gear, so many different things. So I really want to start with this one because books are a love of mine. And as we get into the new year, get around Christmas time, um, maybe a couple presents can be asked for for these books. But anyway, 
Thank you all for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the newsletter at linecookthoughts.com. You just type that into the search bar and then put your email into the subscription sign up form and hit subscribe. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, please leave a review. If you are on Spotify, I'm going to leave a question. What are your thoughts on any of these books? Please leave an answer. And thank you all for listening. I'll see you on the next Line Cook Thoughts podcast.